When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, welcome to another episode of Courtside Frackers. Today I'm joined by Kay. How are you, Kay? I'm good, man. What's happening? By knee, how are you, knee? I'm good, man. My team won yesterday, so it's all smiles, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going by Shaq. Long time, Shaq. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I found that I found out that I'm basically a relative of Philadelphia, so now I'm a 76ers fan and we're top of the east. You <laughs> <laughs> shameless dog, guys. <laughs> so, is that Shaq? I haven't spoken to you since I think last time I spoke to you, Miami won the 500, so you're feeling a bit better now, but I don't do it. Yeah, you know, people doubted us. Uh, still see Celtic down there. Still see like, you know, the Knicks in the back getting all this praise. But I'm I'm, I'm from Philly. Fresh mm. Prince. Like, it's cool. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> cool. Yeah, up, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so, we know you're a fraud. It's all right. We know you're a fraud. That team's yeah. like 67% light skin. <laughs> okay. And we got him beat. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, before we get into the this week's games, uh, we'll just start with a little bit of news. So, um, the first bit of news we'll talk about is the fact that Kevin Durant, after two months out with, uh, I want to say, what injury was it? Sorry, my mate. Hamstring. It, well, hamstring injury. Uh, is back for the uh, for the Nets. I think he's playing tonight, I believe. Um, yep. And uh, simultaneously. Um, James Harden is also out, I think, for 10 days was the prediction. 10 days. Yes, like that, yeah. Also also with a hamstring injury. Um, so I just want to get you guys' thoughts on uh, KD's injury, um, him coming back, what it means for the Nets, and also like Harden being injured as well. Like, Will we see these three play together consistently, the big three of the Brooklyn Nets? Nah. Not until late, late in the season. And yeah, I don't know if, if what, how that works for their rhythm, but at the end of the day, they've still got Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie. Like KD's injury, I think it was just really they're managing it as much as possible because he's fresh with the Achilles, you know, the whole body imbalance and whatnot. Like they've got to manage him as best as possible. They've really missed the year of him. They're paying him goddamn near 30 odd million, top five player in the game. And he came came out firing, but at the same time, and you've got to manage him. It's a long season. And they're playing a lot of games early, so they're thinking we're in a good stead. James has taken us so far with Kyrie, with Kyrie as well. Kyrie's actually been the one that's not injured the whole time, been, which is a shock. And then now Harden's out. Yeah, he's pretty robust. So I think he should surely be like 10 days, really, back as soon as possible. And then back to normal for them, winning games. Yeah. Their record with the three of them together. So this is me just being me being dumb, yeah? So humour me for a minute. So the record with the three of them, uh, all starting, isn't the best, right? We've seen them go on really long runs, really good stretches of form with just Kyrie and uh, and Harden, and also like the two of them by themselves with the other one out. Is there any chance that uh, when the three of them are all back and potentially fit and firing, that 
um, the chemistry isn't still isn't quite there yet. Uh-huh. No, because nah. like KD out of all of them is the one um, that's actually okay to be out because I mean, he can like fit into any team in any scenario and do what he's going to do. So really, um, the two that the two that have been playing together in Kyrie and Harden are probably the two that need to be playing together to get acclimatized. And when mm-hmm. KD comes back, he's just going to do whatever he wants to do, sort of thing, letting mm-hmm. the flow of the game. So I think they're going to be good. I think that's where, like, I agree with what you're saying, but I think that's where they're going to fail, in a sense of yeah. what we saw for teams where if you don't spend too much time together, learning to play with each other in the playoffs might be the, like... It's too late. Fail. It's way too late. Teams will literally capsize you easy. So yeah. if KD... That's why I was going to say, I don't really care about KD returning because Harden's out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to see all three on the court learn to gel together to believe it's going to be done. And then yeah. and the problem that you're going to have with KD playing, who's going to be the big, who's going to be like powerful, all the spacing, everything needs to be learned in the regular season. That's why you have a regular season. So yeah, I, I, I expect a downfall somewhere in the playoffs, but I also don't see it happening. It's a tricky one, man. I'm, I'm with Shaq because end of the day, as it stands, Harden's the primary ball handler. Everything revolves around him and he getting people their looks, of course. And obviously, KD and Kyrie do what they want. But now, everyone else is getting their best looks because of Harden. Cool. He's out for 10 games or 10, 10 days, whatever. Kyrie comes in, not saying he's clearly not a bad player, but he's not James Harden in the terms mm. of the facilitator. He's not the same player in that sense. And obviously, KD is going to what he gets regardless. The issue is for the other men, you know, like the, the Motley Marcus. The Blakes, the Joe Harris, who I saw try dunk the other day, he needs to stop because he's getting far too excited. And then, you know, the rest of the team. So, yeah, it should be interesting. And then playoffs actually might be too late because it's a shortened season. It's very yeah. intense. And teams are really getting into the swing. Like, we think Utah is going to drop off at some point. But they're really they're really firing now because they've really been playing together the whole time and building injuries. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. I think there's potential for upset. I hope, anyway. I hope. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> uh, moving on to the next bit of news. Um, uh, so, Kate, you can take this one. The Lakers are planning on signing Ben McLemore, who's currently averaging <laughs> who's currently averaging seven points, two rebounds, and one assist, and shooting thirty three percent from three. So, what do you think he adds to this Lakers team, if anything? Next question. That's <laughs> nah, probably a bad addition, man. Nah, you know what That's it is. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. We've got another shooter, yay. So when LeBron and AD comes back, we've got more floor spacing on paper. Mm. But yeah, man, he's supposed to be a sniper. He's hitting, what, 33% right now for the season. You would hope that maybe improves in a better team. But that's all just expectations and we'll hope it happens. And right now, we're still kind of disjointed and sliding further down the Western Conference. So, yeah, I'm not really... This is really anything I can really say around Ben McMahon. He don't really move the needle anywhere. And... Mm. He's just there to make shots if he's open. And if he makes them, cool. And if you don't, cool. Because now we stink. And I'm just really crossing my fingers and waiting for AD and LeBron to come back. And by then it might be too late. So who knows? So Ben McLemore don't really do much for me. That's just kind of a cool. Wesley Matthews don't really do much. And neither is anybody else who can really shoot like that consistently. So let's get him in and see what we can do. Nee, you were defending it. For a second, what's what yeah, because like, um, he probably comes in and, and like he's probably like one of your best shooters, no? Like, I can't imagine Kuzma and Schroeder lining up from the three point line. Yeah, Ben Metal is supposed to be a very good shooter. And you think about with Houston, I think he was what 38 with Houston, and I would imagine he'd be getting the same sort of looks. Yeah, he's playing 32 games, yeah, 33%, same difference. Yeah, yeah, but that's fifty percent this year, like in the bad Houston team. So that like, I'm gonna allow him in it. You're gonna get like it's different. Like you're not getting no lopsided passes from John Wall. That that ball is True. going where you and you you slang. I'm glad we're acknowledging that John Wall is dusted. I'm glad we're acknowledging that. But yeah, also that thirty-three percent. I know I'm complaining about it, but it's also a bit skewed because he, he's barely taken two a game. So yeah, we'll see what he's like in a better team, but. Like I say, you don't really move the needle like that. So we'll see what happens in it. And if it's good, oh yeah, I'll be front and center, shamelessly praising him. But until then, mm. take a back seat and look. What do you think about the Lakers' chances, Okay. Next question. 
Listen, as, as it stands, we're, we're, we're playing catch up. So the, the the word out on the street is the fans are thinking that AD's Achilles ain't gonna hold up, which fingers crossed it does. And then you've also got Brown coming back with one of the longer injuries of his career because the only injury Shaq corrects me that Bron has really had in his career that stopped him really playing games post like 2014 is his back in it. So that's yeah. only, and that and that stopped after like two three years. So now is actually his ankle and a high ankle sprain as well. And we've seen LeBron roll his ankle before and come back the next day. Even E. Wade was saying that the guy's a machine. And so for the first time, he's actually got a long-term injury and it's obviously his feet. So we'll no, see what happens. I don't think much should change for him, but at the same time, we're still waiting and expecting the world when he comes back. And that might be a little, too little, too late. But we've got more than enough. And it just depends on our matchup as well, I think. Fair. I'd say it's a bit different with the injury of LeBron because remember he was out first year in, in the Lakers as well. Yeah, um, and that was probably his longest injury. And then this, we've seen him like roll his ankle, but this one was rolled with pressure added from a player's body as well. Like, yeah, yeah. it was bad. So give him time. But you know, the thing is, what what is scary is he's probably still in the gym, and <laughs> like what is actually going to be decent is they might get a terrible seed and <laughs> just beat up teams. Like so. I see it happening. Like, who's gonna stop him, Paul George? So, yeah, definitely not. Like, on paper, in the West, there's no team in the playoffs that will have a better two players on the court than them two. Yeah, combined. So that's the only thing we're kind of banking on. And so, if we get a solid seed, I don't. Yeah, I think we'll see what happens when we get to if we get to the conference finals, and we'll see what happens. But then again, it depends on the flow when LeBron gets back and how these guys are feeling. Because right now they're on a slump and they ain't really playing that well. So. What, what are we looking at right now? Lakers were four and four and six in the last ten. It could be worse, mm-hmm. but I expected a one. I expected a one and nine, so they haven't totally disappointed me. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, Shaq, before we move on, I just wanted to ask you quickly. Uh, so on this pod, I've heard you claim uh, Miami, um, Lakers, and now Philly. So which can you, can we just confirm uh, which one? Which one are your favourites? Uh, before we move on to the next game. Like, you know, you got a deep, right? Is like Miami's like what I've always known. Um, but I went to LA in 2017. Oh, sorry, 20. oh, oh of course, of course. So, like, it's in my DNA. And then, like, <laughs> I said, I watched so much Fresh Prince of Bel Air that I'm basically. I hear that. So, That's a good reason. All, I hear that. It's all in there, like, so really, 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 like, you know, Miami's where I stay, but there's so much ties that I have, so many links. It's right. even <laughs> <laughs> you know, thing is, though, like, why would why this focus on my teams, though, innit? Like, move on, bro. Like, what? Now he's a Philly fan. <laughs> eh, but I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Like, I'm, I'm also like one eighth Cameroonian, so Embiid, like, it's. <laughs> Jeez, Jeez, I, I know we didn't do the Andres interest instead of 23 I mean, he's doing 32 and I now that, so yeah I'm definitely coming in. oh dear okay <laughs> now that we've cleared that up so, <laughs> moving on um, so the Nets beat the Knicks a couple of days ago in a tight game uh, 114 to 112 um, Nia I'll start with you uh, what are your thoughts on the game for a start and secondly what were your thoughts on Kyrie's performance um all right, I'm gonna start with Kyrie in it because he was obviously totally in his bag. Like I mean, he was moving absolutely crazy. Like like Randall was playing good defense on him, a few possessions, and he was just like making him look like he wasn't even there. And like I mean, his ability to make tough shots and then like make it look good at the same time is just, just ridiculous. And like I mean, he plays like there's no one else there. It's like he's in his own zone. He's just like a he's definitely yeah he's a special guy, and he's having like a career year this year. In terms of um, his percentages as well, so yeah. it's actually been a really good year from Kyrie. Um, and if he had played uh, maybe a few more games, they'll be talking about him maybe in the MVP discussions <laughs> along with Harden. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's been a great year for Kyrie to be honest. And the game against the Knicks, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty good game. It was pretty tight and tightly contested. I remember, I think I remember I was talking to you at the beginning of the year, and I was like, mm. like mocking RJ Barrett. But you mm. know what? I don't think I've apologized to you yet because he's actually been a lot better this year. He's not that. He's not that bad. He's, he's not, not that bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was being a bit deep. Is, is he a first pick? Huh? Is he worth a first is pick? He a, he's, not, he's not good. 
Hey, wait, he wasn't he's the first not, one, was he? No, he's not a third round. He's not yeah, a third number three pick. Like, he was looking for it. Is he worth it, though? He's not a number three pick, no. Nah, he's not, no. I, I don't think he's top five. Like, I don't... He who, might who be. Who draft after him? Who went after him? I'm trying to think. I can check for you right now if you want. Yeah, check. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's a lottery right now. Like, I'm going to check for you right now what happened in his he draft. Kinda bricks. He kind of bricks a lot. Like, he's very awkward. I find him very awkward. Yeah, he is kind of awkward. He's, he's but it's the Knicks, man. It's been a long time since they had something nice in it, so... And it's that. not him. It's Julius Randle. Yeah. He's not the nice in that team, bro. And it definitely ain't RJ Topping. God damn it. Wow, sheesh. Obi Topping. Obi Topping. So what? We've got Zion and Jawa 1 and 2. Zion and Jawa 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got DeAndre Hunter after. Garland, Culver, Kobe White. Yeah. Hashtag oh, Laura Reddish. It's not that, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. Tyler okay. Hero is better than RJ Barrett. Okay. Gang. Gang. Yeah. Hero. Hero and Garland. Yeah. Easy. There's no huh? One was in the NBA Finals. <laughs> one was at home watching him in the NBA Finals. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's really quite simple. And one was contributing uh, in the uh, NBA Finals. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> Can I, can I just say, like, going off what Nii said, yeah? Because, um, you see this Kyrie guy, right? I, I've i been going at it for years trying to tell people he's different. Kanye, yeah, shake your heads, because... I'm coming to me. I'm coming. You have your first. What he also showed people how to do, like, aka some Westbrook fans, is how to shoot 28 shots and keep it efficient. Mm. Know your shot and pull it off. Like he is phenomenal this year. People need to put respect on Kyrie's name. And if I'm honest, as a point guard in the league this year, I don't know who's playing point better than him. Or even though I mean he's not primary ball handler, but I don't know a, a guard or maybe two guards that are playing better than him right now this year. Like I'm 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 gonna put it out there. Dame's cute. That's all right. Yeah, shoot. Whatever. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't tap, do that. It's Kyrie in space jam, though. Tap my wrist, Dame. Like, cool. But you ain't coming at the Sage Master. Like, he's cold. The Sage Master. Oh, my God. You, you don't need to put respect see, on Kyrie's name. You see what was going to happen, yeah? I was about to admit my former wrongs in the past and tell you how great Kyrie is. I actually really like watching him. What I don't like, however, is stands. Similar to how a good friend of our Shaq is a serious Steph Curry fan, so we provide balance. You know what I mean? But Kyrie... But no, but not in this case though. Kyrie, yeah, he's like you said, he's playing serious. Like I can't really lock it. And the media narrative around him, obviously, we all know it stinks because obviously he missed a few games for like some birthday shindig and like some personal stuff. But in reality, like he said, this is just the job. And he's what putting up 29, 4.9, and 5.2 since the game, shooting basically 50, 40, 90. He just needs to go shoot pretty well from three in the next game. We play, we'll be shooting 50, 40, 90. And at like a 25 PER, and this is supposed to be the third option on this so-called big team. Like, I actually can't knock him at all. Like, I love watching him. Sometimes I get kind of jarred because he takes incredibly difficult shots. Then he makes them. So I'm like, <laughs> so is that one of those things? Like, it's what he does. And you can't, I can't really knock it. Like, like Shaq said, there's not really many, if not any other than Dame, like point guards that have played better than him, guards that have played better than him this year. Like Dame and Harden, cool. Those are two guys you can say that I played better than Kyrie yeah. this year. After yeah. that, it's very tricky to really pick one. Like, please, listeners, yeah, jump in the comments. You know the vibes. Like, see, tell me who's been better than these than those three, or better than Kyrie because I don't really see any. And obviously, Kyrie was maybe shorthanded because obviously Harden won their last game, and the role players are still the role players regardless. They're not those big guys, and Kyrie's primary job ain't really to um, what's it called facilitate for everyone. And the Knicks are a lot better as well. So yeah. I don't really mind. Like he's I'll give playing. a shout out to, to Julius Randle because oh, like you would say, like he was guarding Kyrie and his feet were moving, you know. His feet yeah. were moving. I was, I was, I was seeing ankles is coming. Bro, this guy was he still drop. he didn't drop. Like, Someone tweeted like the most impressive thing was that we know Kyrie's gonna do Kyrie, but this is Julius Randle who's six nine and two sixty pounds, basically staying in front of him. So yeah, yeah man. You I can't really knock it. The Knicks still stink, though. Like, I don't know why Taj Gibson is in the league in 2021, <laughs> but we'll get back to that. Them boys are still trash, but like, well done, Julius. Well done. Yeah, well done, Julius. But yeah, Actually, let Taj you know, I, I think I want let to ask you a question. Go on. 
was gonna ask you so like i mean the game against the nets yeah um now, I mean, you guys actually moved the ball pretty quickly and you got quite a few buckets in transition which is a bit different from um like the way you usually play because you're a pretty slow paced team is this something that you're going to be doing that like, moving forwards or just like a one-off sort of thing i think it's a one-off um because like you say i don't think that's not the way we've been playing all season so i don't think it's something it's something that i would like to see going forward definitely especially just mainly for entertainment purposes i find it yeah. more exciting to watch that sort of basketball um but it's not something that i expect to see going forward i feel like when we play the nets um everybody tries to up their game kind of thing yeah, yeah. that makes sense so it's kind of the style the style is kind of different like i feel like the last two games i've watched against the nets have actually been quite entertaining compared to some of the other games which have been like a proper grind and it's been like tough to <laughs> very tough to watch at times so yeah i mean if that's the way that they want it that um Tibbs wants to do it going forward i'm all for it to be honest with you um, so in other words, you guys are gonna lose in seven games. All right, cool. Yes. Yeah. Really in seven. You mean <laughs> I'll take it to seven. Seven games is nice gone. First round exit. <laughs> if we can take the next to seven games, I'll be well happy with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't expect much to be honest with you. Uh, in the playoffs or anything like that. Um, one thing I did want to ask, whilst we we're still on uh, the topic of Kyrie, um, there was I saw a little graphic on Twitter. I can't remember which account it was, but basically it was just um, you know, one of those ones that asks. Uh, what would this player be like if he had this attribute and stuff like that? So um, what I wanted to ask uh, you guys, basically, is who do you think would be the better player? Um, Russ, if he could make shots like Steph Curry, or Kyrie, if he could play defence, like elite defence? Kyrie. Russ. Kyrie. Oh, OK, we've got differing opinions. Well, well, well let's let's talk about it. Russ. Why, why Russ? And everyone is, they, is obviously well, well explained how I'm a Russ stan, obviously. So I've also put the word out a few pods ago that we back up because we don't expect nothing from the from the words, but Russ fans, we still back up. Don't worry about that. But yeah, man, obviously Russ can already play defense. Obviously, we never really see it because uh? play, he can he just choose. Much worse than Kyrie playing defense. Let's not do that. Did, did you mean could play defense like in high school and college? You said that if he could shoot, I'm taking them at their best. Yeah, and yeah, if, if Russ shoot. Yeah, but if they're pretty, yeah, and Prime, right? Yeah, Prime Curry's not chatting with Russ, man. Sorry, it's not the same. It's just not the okay. same, man. Hey, wait, uh, do you say I'm Prime Curry's not chatting to Ross? Is it Prime Curry? Oh, okay. Curry. Oh, I'm mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm going to tell you this for free, right? Russ could be able to shoot like Steph, and I guarantee he will still find a way to brick it. I promise you. I, hate you. I, I promise I hate you, you that ball is still gonna go kadoom, bro. Like I it's not, like, it's not happening. Give me yeah, time. Yeah, sometimes I put the ball in the basket, man. Why do you have to break dance every time you want to take a two pointer, man? You know what I'm saying? Backboard with my left, with my right, up and under, and then I'm gonna do a shimmy backwards, and then I get. Is to that a high school dance or a basketball game? Come on, what is it? I make I made the NBA look like high school. Meanwhile, man's dunking whilst he's down 20 and beating his chest. Oh, get out of here, man. Next next topic, man. Get this guy out of here, bro. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I can't support the same um, guy. To be honest, yeah. I mean, like, I guess Russ can have Curry shooting and he'd be almost unstoppable, but then he'll still have his shot selection. So okay. that kind of negates <laughs> yeah. the positivity that he gets from Curry <laughs> shooting. So I think I'm going to go with Kyrie, get it? <laughs> so, <laughs> Curry at his best can't chat to MVP Russ, but we'll get to that later. My next topic will be you know, you know, yeah, it's not true, right? but okay, that's fine. Okay. Okay. It's quite clearly true. Someone didn't choke I've a few Kyrie have a season as good as Russ's MVP season, but it's cool. I've never seen Russ choke, I've never seen Kyrie choke a few on lead. But it's oh, you're saying Curry is so man. I thought you're saying that I'm Curry again. My bad, I was right. Yeah. Yeah, we know what Curry is, man. Curry's second point guard of all time, man. Don't let the stand yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, Russ still choking okay. a few on leads, though, no. Uh, okay. KD was in that same team. He choked too. Yeah, I know. Facts. He still won one afterwards, though. But safe. Yeah, with that same <laughs> same damn team, he choked too. Yeah, whatever, man. I I ain't see Ricky Ricky. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Let's, wrap, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Moving on, moving on. One time, we're talking about moving Ricky. You, you make me sick. <laughs> you make me sick. Oh, damn it. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, so the next game we're going to talk about is the 76ers beating the Celtics. 106 to 96. It's probably not much of a surprise to anybody here. Um, so Embiid came back, made his return. I think he scored 35 points. 
Um, so, Shaq, what were your thoughts on this game um, and Embiid's return and what it means for the 76ers going forward in the playoffs? Yeah, so we Philadelphians. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. Game, the game was actually a really good game, but I'm telling you, there was a part of the game like once it ended, I actually started looking at therapy for Yas. <laughs> like Yas actually might need it watching this team because it, mm. it, sports ain't doing well for him right now. Jaden no, Brown no. plus minus plus minus was uh, minus twenty two. His defense was trash. His defense was so poor. J- Jason Tatum was trying. I'll give him that, but. The, I think he was saying like three or three. Oh, that was, that was I think Jason Tatum was like oh. three ten from three pointers. Like it was like there's trying and there's forcing. And Boston, what I think looks like right now is when they're trying, they just try to force it to them too. And like, yeah, I mean, I think the whole team has lost trust in Kimber Walker. Mm. Um, oh, I don't blame. I don't blame him at all. But yeah, but that's that's Celtics. But you see. You see this pod, yeah? Kanye and Harold put respect on Danny Green, bro. Five or six. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. Listen, yeah, hear me out. I'm looking for him because I was watching that game and he was, I listen, they were saying onions when this guy was shooting because eyes were really watering. You got a hand up, you could be on his back. He was still draining them. They were saying, you can't give Danny Green a walk on three. Brother, we gave him so many last year. (laughs) I didn't all of them. I can't, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I'm not gonna talk about it because like, we know that Embiid sold the show, we know that Embiid sold the show, but the team actually put up a good rapport. Like, Seth was a bit underwhelming for me, I thought he would do quite well in that game. But yeah. like, Tobias done his thing, he still tried to get his bucket when he needed to. Um, Embiid is just you know what, yeah, it's got to the point where I actually think on form, Embiid is probably the most unstoppable person. It, he's fake, like, he don't make he's sense. Fake. He's fake, he's He's missing a shot and then ca- catching a rebound with two fingers. Like it, he's so. This is why I don't want to hear about no Jokic. Yeah, but that, no, don't do that. But then the I game. Have no question. Don't do this. Don't, yeah, don't do, do that. This. But the game, the game was actually good. Like it was a good watch. It was just very ugly basketball from Celtics near the end and in in their little patches. But it was good to see Embiid light him up. But the only thing I would say is people in Boston don't really have size and weight like that. To kind of stop him, so if he's going against a better center, can he do that same performance? We'll see. Like put him against Bam, and you know, do the same. Well, you know, I don't know. Well, nah, he's, he's, he's definitely going to dominate Bam, bro. Sorry, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's my take on the game. Um, basically, Boston blow it up, blow the whole, just blow yeah. the whole, like, the whole thing up and blow it up. Pearl Harbor, all of it. Everyone, <laughs> let's, let's not make joke of war crimes, but yeah, blow that whole thing up, blow it up, bro. Like, you need to get rid of it because it's not working at all. Even Brad, Brad, Brad might have to go. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, you know what? I'm with it. Just saying, no one speaks about Brad enough. Like, and what about it. him being overrated? Little, little bit overrated, you know. He, I was hearing about sideline calls and whatnot because Isaiah Thomas. Most right people, well, your coach is Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> I'm just asking. Hey, I'm just asking. The reason we have Derek Ross doing part time minutes of the bench is Tom Thibodeau. So I don't want to hear nothing about you criticizing coaches. Yeah, I respect that one, Kanye. Still, I can't lie to you. Tom Thibodeau. Jesus Christ. I know them guys don't sleep. Nick, but yeah, following on from Shaq, sorry, like oh, sorry, it was an ugly game at points. Um, Embiid doing Embiid things. One of the commentators was saying, albeit I was watching a Celtic stream of the game, could Embiid still win MVP? And he was a bit too quick to say no, but probably not. Yeah, it's quite true because he's missed, I think, 18 games. Yeah, and unless, unless, um, Jokic, he was 18. Yeah, unless Jokic misses a significant amount of time and now Harden's missing games. And they were saying like they're not going to give it to Yanis either because they, they're trying not to give it to someone three years in a row. Like they just that's, they just know that's the vibe for these journalists. So that's it. So it was a weird game to watch. Like I didn't realize the Celtics would fall off so much in a year. Like it's actually quite horrible to watch. Um, Kemba Walker is, is well. I said enough about Kemba Walker. He's just not good at basketball anymore. 
and he's undersized. I've never seen someone trip off their dribble so many times. Oh, my <laughs> oh, oh. tried to set him a screen. The screen got there eventually. He didn't use the screen and still fell over. Like so, he, there was a point where he hezied himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Kari at Kemba has killed himself. Yeah. He stopped his own heartbeat. Yeah, so, he's, man. He's, a, he's a mess. And then they're now relying on Jason Tatum and Brown to get theirs. But in reality, for them to get their to get the best out of both of them, we need a solid, solid guard who put them in the right spots. Obviously, they're both great players, but Mark, that's not Marcus Smart's job. Marcus Smart will knock down a corner three, play some dope defense, and really G the guys up on a positive vibe. You need to set the ball up well. You know what I mean? And Kemba Walker just isn't that. He's an undersized guard, but you can't hide on defense, and he's not the most efficient guard either. So. That's not going to be very good. And considering this was probably the game to light up his matchup, which was Seth Curry, just didn't happen. Mm. Um, and obviously, there's Ben Simmons on the other side. You see Ben Simmons? I know in, in the court side, top 10 or top 25 players, he was around like the top 10. I have to retract that one firstly, because I'm not really sure what he's been about. Because four years in, he still can't shoot. I'm not, I'm not saying he has to be a sniper like all big men, but he's also not a guard. Because he's 10. Get a few more moves. Get a few more moves, you know. Nice little midi step back. I'm not asking for a lot, you know. Just put the ball in the basket for like 15 feet max if you need to. Like, people can't start guarding you from from the, from the what's it called, the restricted area. Like, that's just not going to work, especially when Embiid is there. So, yeah, for the Sixers to do like any better in the playoffs, like Embiid's going to have to go Super Saiyan Hakeem because this team is nice, but Tobias Harris was forcing it. Danny Green, no, just no. I'm not going to rely on him. This game don't mean nothing. When the time came to rely on him, yeah, I, I was there. I was outside and he didn't give me anything. So enough about that guy. And yeah, the Sixers are a good team and they, they were 9-9 nine and nine without Embiid. And I think they're 25-7 or whatever it is with him. So you can clearly tell the difference. Like he's a massive part of their team. And I think when it comes to the playoffs, I think teams are probably a bit better constructed towards the end and they're going to have to expect a lot from me and pray you don't get injured because Ben Simmons no <laughs> Nick can I ask you a couple of quick questions before yeah. we move on so first question um, uh, <laughs> what do you think is the better scenario um, leaving Ben Simmons wide open from three or leaving Draymond Green wide open from three um, Ben Simmons because he's, he's not going to shoot though is he Okay. Is, not going to shoot either. I mean, you say that, but he's been making a couple recently, you know. No, but Dr the thing is, Ben Simmons won't he's shoot. He's a snapper again. Draymond shouldn't shoot. Like we Draymond might shoot and hit a bystander outside the <laughs> outside the stadium. Ben Simmons just don't shoot. So yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You know okay. what? Yeah, I want to see about the Celtics a bit. Yeah, and like oh. and what they're doing yesterday. And you guys talking about Brad Stevens. And like, I mean, you know how last week we were talking about the Denver game. I'm saying they played really quickly in transition and increased their pace to that like, take out a good Sixers defense, um, like from their set. The Celtics didn't do that at all. I mean, like, they played so slow, like it's almost like Knicks-ish. And like, there were so many shots that within like the last two, three seconds of the shot clock, it was just nasty to watch, man. Like the like the ball movement is horrible, and like it was too easy for the Sixers to win that game yesterday. Like I was watching them, and like I don't think they even got out of that like, second gear. And you look at MB, he basically like, fouled out the whole like, like the whole center rotation. Um I was looking at the Celtics Twitter a couple of days before, and they were pretty excited for the matchup um between um Time Lord and Embiid. And my guy gets fouled out. Yeah, a few quick fouls in like the first like, four <laughs> minutes and barely plays the game. So yeah, that that, yeah. that was a total mismatch, man. I did um, want to ask you quickly yeah. before Nate, before you continue, I just want to ask. Um obviously we have a on our YouTube at Courtside Focus, we have uh, Courtside Focus, which one of them now focuses on Time Lord, Rob Williams. Does anyone have any stocks in Rob Williams? I have curiosity. I mean, he's a good player, but I mean, I might just think I'm MB is, um, he's just, he's too skilled and too crafty. And like, I mean, he played like a, I mean, he played like a rookie that was too excited for the matchup. So like, mm -hmm. I see that in James Wiseman in that he hasn't really got um, like the tactical now, so like the understanding of the game totally there to just be a bit more tempered um, and like, he picked up something like sloppy, something like um, sloppy fouls basically um, that he didn't really need to. Um, so it's just kind of like the rookie mistakes in it that you're going to get with the centres. They take a bit more, they take a bit longer to develop. So 
Yeah. It is what it is, isn't it? Also, I'll bring some stats just so Yas will be proud of me, you know, about the, the, the six, um, like you said, about the six defense that you probably need to speed them up a bit to be a bit more effective. And if they were, um, I found out as well, like currently in the league, they're second in defensive rating, first in blocks, third in opponent effective field goal percentage. That's what they're allowing. Um, their opponent mid range field goal percentage, they're first, and their opponent corner three point percentage, they're second. So they're clearly doing a good job all around, and then beats come back. So it's good to yeah, see a strong defensive team. But and yeah, but Boston also contributed to all them rankings that they're in because they were getting smoked. They <laughs> were there. they were smoking that Celtic pack. <laughs> like that real Boston pack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So moving on, uh, we can talk now about the Mavs beating the Jazz, hundred eleven to one hundred and three. Huh. Um, the huh. Mavs are now on a. <laughs> his eyes. The Mavs are now on a five-game win streak. Um, Kay, I'll come to you first. Um, firstly, what did you think of the game first, and secondly, do you think there's potential for the Mavs to push higher up in the standings and push the Lakers further down? Um, no. Um, actually, yeah, they'll they'll push. They'll probably push higher. They're what? How many games behind? The seventh, I think. Two games. I think they're two games behind. Yeah, the two games behind the Lakers, so they better probably run an AD. That's a lot. Four games, I think. Yeah. So they play. They, they play well. Like I can't really knock them. Like Lucas really hitting his stride. I was reading that like, he's making forty percent of his threes on every game right now, mm. and I've notoriously caught um, Luca a brick, even though he's a fantastic <laughs> player. And the stats do actually show me he is still a brick, but he's been playing well as of late. And earlier in the season, we were saying there ain't much around Luca that could really mean they could be successful this season, even though blah, blah, blah. But now they're eighth and pushing up. They're 28 and 21. People are talking, like, oh, well, maybe they can do a little sign. So what I'd like to see is some consistency. That's what I'd like to see. And I think, yeah, I don't enjoy watching either team, personally. And... Mm. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about the game person because I didn't actually turn off because I wasn't enjoying watching it. <laughs> so, it, no, it's just not for me. Like, no, I'm so really trying hard to like give you some real critical analysis about the game, but no, I don't like enjoy watching the jazz either because mm. the two best players are Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Um, so I don't want to use this time to really slander them because they're still more or less top of the West, and yeah. That I don't think this game really tells us much about this season, to be honest. Even with their five-game win streak, like they're still not that strong, and they're gonna have to rely on Luca just going super saiyan in the playoffs, and really giving people just giving stuff away for free. Because what they pushed the when they when they got wiped by the Clippers last year, everyone's talking about the shot. This team still weren't that good, and so yeah, man, I don't really have much to say around that. So I passed that on to Nee because he was wanted to talk about that. I think I'm actually gonna give the Mavs um like on way more credit than Canyon's given them. Um because like, I'm, because on preseason they traded Seth Curry and they brought in Josh Richardson. And the whole idea behind that was to improve their defense. Mm. And we weren't really seeing much of that to begin this like um like when the season started essentially. But you could say that's because of COVID, players were in and out, Luca didn't really come back that fit. Um KP wasn't there, even has been bad on defense this year. Um, but in the last 15 games, they've been third in defensive rating. So we've definitely been starting to see what they were working towards. Mm. And like, they're starting to build a good defensive set. And um, like, I'm just on them in like, the, like, like the recent games they've played. They've looked a lot better. And I really like the role that um, Jalen Bronson's played off the bench. He's basically a star anyway. He plays like 30 minutes a game. But he's been giving yeah. them like 15 points off the bench. And he's been like, really good at point guard. And what he's able to do is like, run the plays and have Luca off ball a bit. And um, he's really good at getting to the rim. I think he's finishing at like, 70% of the rim, which is ridiculous. Um, and he's really good at picking at the ball as well. And what Dallas have is a lot of shooters as well. Um, and that was kind of the reason why they won that game against Utah, because Gobert was matched up. Well, I mean, he wasn't really guarding. Oh, what's his face again? I've forgotten his name. Who? No, wasn't even Master Kleber. Oh, he was getting power. switched off. Oh. Wasn't even power either. Melly? I don't know if I'm getting his Nope. So that's it. Finney Smith. Oh, okay. Finney Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he started hitting the trees. I think he went 
like seven of eight in the game. He got a career high. Well, actually, no, not a career high, season high this year. Um, mm-hmm. And that was matched up against Gobert because he just wasn't coming out to perimeter to come and guard him. So I liked what you, um, I liked what Dallas did with that matchup. Um, and like, they worked Utah pretty well. And Utah on the other end, they, did, they just couldn't hit any shots. And I was pretty big on them to begin the season. And I still am, to be fair, but I was looking to see what they would do when they started missing shots and they didn't really change their game plan um, too much to try and get back into the game. And that kind of disappointed me. So it's kind of made me take a step back on them, maybe, because if they don't have a second method of playing and if they don't start getting to the rim more, then it's going to become an issue in the playoffs. This is and my have people, Huh? That's my stance. You can't <laughs> rely on that team when the second best player is Chris Stapps, Paul Zingis. Thank you. Oh, I was going to say it. I was going to say no, it. No, no, no. no, no. Wait, 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 wait. You can't say that because you're Cody. You can't say that because you're Cody. But honestly, watching them, like last year, one of the most potent officers of all time, they're a false image. And Luca is playing fantastic. I can't even knock him. Like, it's really hard. It would be me hating. But just like you said, the way the team is constructed... I don't really see what they're going to really do later in the postseason, especially when there's there's less possessions per game. The game slows down. And even though, like you said, recently their defensive rating's gone up and they're actually doing quite well the last 10 games or so, like their primary, um, their biggest man on the court was Chris Stapps. Like, you can't trust him. I'm sorry, you can't. Question, do you guys know that, like, the Mavs won that game? Because it's bare hate on the Mavs and no one's I was talking about, about the Jazz, by the way. In, I mean, their setup, by the way. I was talking about the Mavs. I was talking about the yeah, Jazz. I'm talking about Cardi and that. Like, why are we getting on to the Mavericks? Like, yeah, I was talking about the Jazz, you know. <laughs> they watching, bro. What's <laughs> <laughs> the everything you just said applies to the Mavs, by the way? I mean, no, the Jazz are legit. The Jazz are legit. It's the Jazz are legit. No, no, no. Because the Jazz are legit. Donovan Mitchell shot shot six of twenty three, and I'm annoyed. He was okay. so bad that he made Gobert look good. It mm. no, yeah, no. That's that, 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 you know. Did I not message in the group? Is it? Are they not? Is he not a hard watch? He is like, a hard. I, watch. My hay fever slapped me that night, and I'm thankful. <laughs> like I'm thankful. Yeah, like the team was relying on Conley from the get go. Like it, and to be fair, Conley actually. <laughs> Out, I'll give he's him a that. Point guard. He still does his thing, and he's a solid yeah, point guard. Right. And they give him the ball the whole game, on towards the end. He had people that are class and just throwing up bricks and throwing up, throwing up crazy shots. I've right, never seen a in my a life. He's I've never seen season. a bench player in my life have a green light like him. He just shoots yeah. whenever he wants. He's taking the piss. But he's, but he's yeah. been playing well though. And that's been he's that's been warranted. No, it's not one game. He's been like a shooting stunt for like the last month. Yeah, it's a bad luck for him. But bro, Donovan Mitchell, the whole like, season. tell me what you've been doing that that day before to start shooting six or twenty three. Like it's poor, and the thing is, your team's first, so this is where the like teams are gonna highlight going at you more. Mm-hmm. And again, like just switch on to Luca and and go to the rim. Nah, let me brick this and let me brick that. Go bear getting re. Nah, man. <laughs> No. They're not a fun watch. Then the top um Yaz was saying they're top purely based on their consistency. Like I'm not yeah. sure how much of that is true, just because obviously they didn't really play many hard teams at the start, and also they've not really been affected in terms of injuries and COVID and stuff. So, but at the same time, they've kept it up. Like, I was saying they drop off a long time ago, but they're actually legit. The thing is, no one enjoys watching them. So I do I do really... like Bogdanovich though. I do like him. He's he's not good. Um, Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. Oh, yeah, he's one of the crafty Europeans, man. Yeah, I like Mitchell. The rest of the team, I really don't like him. Like, especially Rudy Gobert. So, yeah, I'm not big fan either. I would go go rather Zingas than Rudy Gobert. Ooh, whoa, whoa. Uh, no. I have no. Okay. Okay, I wanted to quickly. I'll never let it go. Don't worry, I'll never let it go. And I've got a question in a minute, but we'll talk about it in a sec. Um, Kay, you said that um, you find uh, Donovan Mitchell a hard watch. Uh, do you want to expand yeah. what you meant by that? I still enjoy watching him play basketball. Um, I don't know what it is. I'd... So he's not a bad shooter. Like There, there was a consensus out that he was a bad shooter. He shot badly last game. But the numbers would dictate that Donovan Mitchell can actually shoot the ball. But mm. I don't know. I think it's... 
it's just a bit blocky. Like, I don't really enjoy watching him play. And also, that combines with the fact that his second best player, more or less, is Rudy Gobert. And that's what Cowan kind of dealing with. Like, he's not the most efficient even from the field, but he shoots an all right percentage from three as well. So, it's a, it's a fine balance. A lot of it is down to hating, and I'm very happy to admit that. But mm. I just don't really enjoy him. I didn't approve of Shaq hating on him the way he did because he was playing well at the start of the season and he is a good player. Like, he's an all-star caliber player. But he's just not a cup of tea, really. That's, that's just it. Like, it's not really a profound reason for it. I just don't enjoy watching him play. When did I hate on Donovan Mitchell? I like Donovan Mitchell. No, I said it. I said I was hating. Yeah. Oh, you said you didn't approve on Shaq hating on him. No? Yeah, I didn't approve of, 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 yeah, of Big Shaq. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I didn't he, he, Shaq he should kill, bro. He should kill. I'm the only Shaq. <laughs> okay. Um, Shaquille O'Neal. I didn't approve of him hating. There you Bet. go. But yeah, it's not really for me. Like they're a hard watch, like a really hard watch. And mm. even though we make fun of the NBA for what it is now, they're shooting hella threes and whatnot. How can you still be a hard watch in this era? Like it's really hard. Like I can't co-sign anything the Jazz do. Hey, listen, yeah, and that three-point shot from that team is gonna fall dramatically because I think that Mavs game was one of the first few games where they had like a decent amount of fans back. And I don't know if it's a coincidence, but then you had some of their role players like Royce O'Neill. He went zero from eight from three, and that team was shooting that shit. So I don't know how sustainable their shooting is going to be in the playoffs. And that was like their main weapon, and like they used their shooting to get to the rim as well. So if they're not, if they're not making shots, and Donovan Mitchell's your first option, it's scary hours, man. It's peak. Oh, it's scary hours. And the I'll, same I'll thing with AD and LeBron. Eric Favors as well, bro. Compare them to the rest of the league, the rest of the West, yeah, of like the good teams best, and you compare their best two players to everybody else's. Like it's kind of sticky. Yeah. Mm. So you got Derek Favors coming off the bench. Pardon? Derek, so again, Chuck. You have Derek Favors coming off the bench like he sucks. Oh my god! <laughs> he's still playing basketball. Hey man, he's not a bad defender. He's uh, alright. He's top he's five, pick, you know. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> fair enough. It's not for me personally. Um, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, before we end the pod, I just want to end it with a quick little uh, question from myself. Um, I know you're all gonna have a go at me saying I got an agenda, blah blah blah. But <sighs> I just want to ask the question, innit? So, Mavs have played 49 games this season, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pozingis has played in 31 of them, right? Mm-hmm. Pozingis is on 30 million or 35 million, something like That's that. Stupid, Do you- yeah. Do you know of a player who earns that much money who misses so much game time? John Wall. John Wall. For those who don't know on the streets, yeah, there was also a man, he wasn't making 30 million, but he once also played for Dallas. Goes by the name of Chandler Parsons. Yep. Yeah. That guy robbed the league of his money. Yep. Unfortunately, he had an accident, don't play in the league anymore. But before the accident, he actually wasn't playing in the league because he was air. Wait, question, um, Obi, just to clarify. So you said they've played how, how many how many games has um Dallas played? 49. And Pozingas has played what 31? 31, yeah. yeah. So he's missed 18 games. Yeah. Like KD. You're, I'm just asking. Hey, God, I'm just saying, I'm just asking why don't I, you asking the question? I'm just saying that like, KD makes that kind of money. KD's got stock though, so no one cares if KD misses. Has KD got knees? KP hasn't got stock. <laughs> I, I don't think KP saying. has anything, you know. I can't lie. You can't saying. be seven foot three and not give me ten balls at least. The, exactly. the ball bounces off your head once it hits the rim, bro. Don't put your hand on your head and you'll catch the ball. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you're seven three. Come on, man. Like I, all the times I've watched Dallas, yeah. Do you know who's f- other than Luca? Do you know who's furthest from the rim? Porzingis. Porzingis. And I'm not even a kind of get out of back in the day, get off my lawn, be in the paint, you seven foot. But bro, come on, man. seven foot. You're seven, <laughs> seven foot. You're seven three. Like, catch the ball, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing leaking out to the to the free throw line extended? You're going head butt the rim and catch that basketball. It's, it's the new generation, bro. New generation. He's been like that from the jump. So I don't understand. Really He's like a seven foot three shooting guard. You know, you've got to remember, though, like, in his defense, his first few years, he had New York Knicks coaching stuff. He's not gonna learn what's, 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 what's going on here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point to be fair. Shut up, shut up, man. That's not a good point. Shut up. 
<laughs> that's a horrible point. I'm with it because he was also playing on the Knicks, and we remember what the Knicks were. So and yeah, are. And they're currently coached by Tom Thibodeau and they decided to take Todd Gibson from his slumber and bring him back in the league, bro. He was sleeping at home, you know, Richard Jefferson, just being bored and watching TV and you brought him back to play basketball. He's kind of all Derek Favors cover, man. Come on, bro. I'll take it. I'll take it. Come on, bro. The sins of the Knicks the basketball world is enough and Chris Aspozingis is not really one of the big ones. Zingus gets too much gets too much uh too much attention for my for my liking. I don't like it. I like to tear him down when I can. Bro, let it go, let it go. Anybody else in this world, like you give him the most <laughs> yeah, I look I genuinely because I don't watch the Mavs very often yet. I will look at every game they play to see if he played or not. So I energy, you know. You keep saying look at all of us, they give they give Chris Stapps too much credit. Nobody's shitting Chris Stapps pausing this. I needed to be exposed for the fraud that he is. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, but, oh, but I've been knowing that's what he is, but okay. he doesn't need to be highlighted every day. <laughs> Okay, uh, so with that, unless anyone has any other business, uh, bring this pod to a close. Um, so, K, Ni, Shaq, thanks for bringing on. Thank you, no worries, you. Appreciate you. Philly, what's up? Uh, I hate you. I actually hate you. Oh, my God. Any any actual Philly fans out there listening, please, um, you can see Shaq's at, at Shaq Season, yeah, S-Z-N. Hit him up with any abuse, yeah, because he's a fake fan, all right? Um, so, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Courtside Frackers. Um, if you want any extra content, uh, subscribe to our Patreon for as little as £2 a month. And yeah, hit us up uh, on any social platform with any sort of comments or reaction to any game. There's always someone on the, on the platform who will interact with you and we can have a nice bit, of discourse, nice bit of discourse about anything going on with the NBA. And yeah, we'll catch you next time. Cheers for listening. Peace. Peace. Sweet. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.